0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
2: You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. I hate to keep making fun of Miami, but I will. Uh, they are wheels up on their way to Kansas City right now, the team. They are boarding the plane, the video's on Twitter, wearing sweatpants and T-shirts. They're going to wish they hadn't. They're going to wish they hadn't. That
1: that hoodie better have a built-in heater.
2: If you missed the Tubium Hour, they have lost the last 10 straight games when the temperature is 40 degrees or below. You know, in January, we call that golfing weather. Yes. 40 degrees or below. By the way, I just saw this on
3: Facebook. Uh, tomorrow's high temperature in Anchorage, Alaska, 26 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tomorrow's high temperature in
2: Kansas City, 3. Now, as bad as it's going to be here, uh, this is from the NFL. Breaking. A winter storm watch has been issued for the Bills-Steelers game per the National Weather Service. There will be... 65-mile-per-hour wind gusts and at least over a foot of snow. That's Sunday at noon. Travel will be difficult to impossible.
1: They're playing up in Buffalo,
3: yes. right?
2: Yes, white-out yes. conditions during the game. At least
3: we in Buffalo. Call <laughs> oh, that lake effect snow.
1: <laughs> Miami coming here is like a scene out of that movie Cool Runnings, the Jamaican bobsledders. Going into the snow.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of memes on social today that are very <laughs> funny about what's about to happen when those Miami players land.
3: Welcome to KC. D- d- is it true that they really tried to get that game moved to Indianapolis? Is that true?
1: I mean, that was just the chatter on Twitter. I, it, there were no legitimate is requests it, I, oh, okay. for that. Well, but
2: is, is it more of a legitimate request for the Steelers game, where they are going to have 65 mile an hour wind gusts, whiteout conditions? Like, has it? Let me rephrase this. But both teams are used to it. Has a game ever been canceled because of a blizzard? I believe there was a Bills game that was
1: moved out of Bills Stadium because of all the snow.
3: Yes. Okay,
2: wait but, a but minute. But because they couldn't get to the field because it dumped down the night before. That was like two years ago.
1: Yeah, and it was, that's exactly right. And they exactly moved it right. to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And there has been chatter about them moving the one this weekend as well. But that's when we got all those funny memes of the Bills Why? Because players. Because it's going to be too cold? No, I, no not here. Oh, the one in Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if at, they can't actually stage the game, that might be the main factor.
2: Right. And I think that's why it was moved last time. They couldn't have the game because remember, do you, you remember all the workers out there yeah. with shovels trying to There's just what, no what, way to get anybody what, in. What
3: game was that? And they, they I, did they actually end up playing it in Indianapolis,
1: I think so. That was the one where you saw all the players leaving when they got back to their cars with like nine feet of snow on top of their cars yeah. from the snow drift.
2: And look, you can get into Arrowhead here. There's not going to be a problem getting in. I mean, you need to drive slow. You need to be careful. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be it's, like it's, that. It's
3: going to be cold as hell. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sports, Michael Jordan, uh, this is sad. Uh, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen both opted not to attend the Bulls' inaugural Ring of Honor gala, that featured 13 players, coaches, and executives being inducted. Among them being inducted, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, what? and they both because they can't stand each other.
2: That makes me so sad. Uh,
3: Jordan and Pippen had told the Bulls in advance that they were not going to make it, while another star, Dennis Rodman, was expected to be there and did not show. Pippin has taken multiple public shots at Michael Jordan since the 2020 release of The Last Dance that featured Jordan and other members of the Bulls chronicling their dynasty. Pippin was displeased about how he was portrayed in the documentary.
1: He also didn't want to be part of the documentary, so you don't really get to choose. And that you. is
2: a long held, deep, angry
3: grudge. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, among those to be enshrined uh, last night, Tex Winter, uh, Jerry Sloan, Jerry Krause, uh, Phil Jackson, uh, Johnny Kerr, Tony you, you would think,
2: if anything, they would have shown up for Coach Jackson. They yeah. loved him. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Ron Harper showed up. Luke Longley showed up last night. Phil Jackson and Tony Kukoc all
2: showed up. All right. That's too bad. So a listener reached out to me last night on Twitter with a DM and said it was just a, a link just a link. And I clicked on it, and an hour later I'm here to tell you they think they are going to solve the mystery of D.B. Cooper in 2024. Say maybe? what? Yes! What are yes! we talking about right From now? popularmechanics.com. You oh, know so you subscribe? So you know it's good. A staggering new clue on D.B. Cooper's tie, his necktie, has blown the 52-year-old case wide open. Oh, boy. You wouldn't jump out of an airplane wearing a tie, the story reads. So naturally, the most famous skyjacker to never be found, the dapper D.B. Cooper, took his tie off Thanksgiving Eve, 1971, just before dropping out of the Northwest Orient Airlines plane somewhere south of Seattle. 52 years later, a man named Eric Euliss, the amateur sleuth who has made it his mission to solve the mystery, thinks that infamous tie yields enough clues to finally reveal the Skyjackers' true identity. Now, this, is, this does get very interesting, I promised you. Please. He thinks 2024 is the year we're going to know, and here's why. The FBI has the tie and won't release it. He has sued the government for access to the tie, saying that the 100,000 particles, teeny, teeny, tiny particles, left behind on the clip-on tie will tell the definitive story about just who the tie belonged to and where it traveled, okay? The tie was $1.49. It was purchased from J.C. Penny around Christmas 1964, and it was found on the seat 18E of the fateful airliner, the seat that D.B. Cooper sat in, okay? Here's what's on the tie. DNA. It contained a unique particle that is part stainless steel and part titanium on the necktie. And here's why the smidge of detail from a decades old scientific report on the Cooper case is what is needed to bring this to fruition. Okay. Apparently headquartered in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, a significant subcontractor all throughout the sixties, this company supplied the lion's share of titanium and stainless steel for Boeing Experts believe that anyone skyjacking the plane the way that Cooper did must have possessed insider knowledge of the Boeing 727 and of the Pacific Northwest. The company was called Crucible Steel. And he's saying of the 100,000 microparticles on that necktie, what they produced at Crucible Steel was the only place that those particles could have come from.
3: And how is that going to lead you to D.B. Cooper 55 years after the fact? He has
2: not revealed the name of the man who has since died in 2002, but says, I can place that man in Seattle. I can place him at Boeing. He is a compelling person of interest. If the FBI would just let them test that necktie, yes. Okay, question. Yeah. Um,
3: what does that have anything to do with where he went after he jumped out of that plane?
2: I I don't know that we will ever find him, know who he is, where he went, if there are remains, all of that stuff. But if, in fact, it turns out to be a guy that died in 2002, you would just investigate that guy and trace it backwards. I I know,
3: but I mean, and I know how enthralled you are with the D.B. Cooper uh, mystery. Yeah. Shouldn't one focus on when he jumped out of the plane,
2: not when he was in the plane? I think it's such a remote mountainous area that's been... And they found some money there, well, what remember? Is, what is the tie? I don't understand well, why because the they metal can't, in the tie... Because they can't identify who this man was. What he's saying, and I think it's it's good and correct... He said
3: this guy might be D.B. Cooper? If we could
2: just look under the microscope of that tie, that they say this titanium and whatever thing is on that they used to build at Boeing... It would narrow down the list of who is D.B. Cooper to anyone working at Boeing that year. So
3: you would, need the, you would need the DNA of a person from that tie. Is that what we're saying?
2: No. The oh. microbes on the tie place that necktie at Boeing Got that it. year. Got it. Okay. In Seattle. Okay. And so now we're, we're narrowed down to a list of several hundred million people, Scott, to whoever was working at that plant in Boeing. Now now we're talking. Now we're cooking with bacon grease, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'll post the story. Popular Mechanics, D.B. Cooper, it's out there.
1: Why do I feel like I just heard a story about Hitler being in Argentina? No, I'm telling (laughs) you. Because you did. Because you did. No. I mean, The
3: key to this case is on the
2: necktie.
3: We found a tunnel. Sam, she will latch on to any, any thread of hope. When it comes to solving the D.B. Cooper case. I know
2: Boeing has other issues on its plate, like flying doors um, in Oregon. they got a lot on their plate right now. But I do believe D.B. Cooper worked at Boeing in Seattle at the time he flew out of that plane. <laughs> he didn't fly out. He jumped out. Parachuted out. Well, he jumped. Where did he get the parachute? He, he packed it. He asked. He demanded $200,000, a parachute, and something else. Why didn't they just pack the parachute so it didn't uh, parachute, if you know what I mean? Maybe they did. That's why we haven't found them. Mm. Mm.
1: Splat.
3: 913 <laughs> 586-7798. Story here out of Tennessee where a Collarville school board member has resigned days after she was arrested last week for stealing several times from Target. Carrie Lee Blair, 43 years old, was booked into jail this morning after being charged with theft of property under $1,000, according to Collarville police. She is accused of shoplifting at Target seven times over a 26-day period. Uh, Police say she was released on the same day after posting bond of $7,500. Ms. Blair, school board member, former school board member, Mm -hmm. is accused of stealing from Target on November 25th, November 30th, December 3rd, December 6th, December 13th, December 18th, and December 20th. She made off with $728.61 worth of merchandise. By skip scanning items it at is. the self checkout,
2: I'd never heard this term, but there it is. Skip scanning. What is that? She's a skip scanner. She scans, then skips, then scans, then skips. Then Ooh. scan. Yeah. So she's pretending to slide the uh, merchandise over the window, okay, but then puts it directly into the bagging area, and it doesn't go. Beep. And then scans the next right. item real quick. Oops, I accidentally so, had my hand over the barcode. Yeah, so keep reading. This is where Target is, is getting smarter, okay? They are now waiting and delaying notification if you skip scan. So instead of just coming mm-hmm. up to you right after you skip scan, they see you doing it, okay? They've got great surveillance in there. They see you skip scan three things. They're not saying a word to you. They're getting your identification from your credit card that you just scanned, probably getting your license plate. By the way, she did use her own car every time time. and her
3: own credit card.
2: And then they wait. They wait for you to come back in. They go back and they look at the video. They wait for... So it's not you skip scanned one shirt and you took us for $16 and we're going to bust you and you're not allowed to... They wait and wait and wait in this case, I think they waited a month. They did. Then they bring down the hammer of the law because they have all of the evidence. And you can't say with a straight face that I skip scanned on 20 different trips to Target $800 worth of stuff. That, my mm-hmm. friend, is not an accident. Yeah,
3: they, they say she stole $728.61 worth of stuff by skip scanning on those seven days that she went in in the last
1: month. And what is the felony threshold? I don't know in I, that I state what it is. But I, I, I don't know what it is in Tennessee. What the Tennessee.
2: story said, Sam, is they're waiting for that threshold. Does that make sense? It's brilliant. Yeah, they're
1: building a case. Yep. Bass, Bass Pro Shops do
2: it. Walmarts do Good. it. Targets do it. Okay. Good. Here, here's the other question I have for our listeners at 586-7798. Uh, she is clearly an educated... Um, Connected. I, I assume mom. Married... Probably lives in the suburbs. She's a very attractive woman. Okay? Yeah, she's dirty hot. Why do kleptomaniacs, if that's what she is, in a a more electronic age, why scan shift or whatever they call this from Target for $800 worth of stuff? Skip scan. Is it? The thrill of skip scanning, is it, you know, because with, with traditional kleptomania, it's the thrill of putting something in your bag, and am I going to get caught so you run out? With skip scanning, and she just keeps coming back to Target for more, mm-hmm. what, what is it that drives someone to do that? It, she didn't have the $800 to buy the goods. I don't buy that. Let
3: me ask you a question, and, and then Sam's done a little bit of research on what the felony threshold is for theft in the state of Tennessee. If she stole $700, let's say that the threshold is $700, okay, Okay. in the the state of Tennessee, and we don't know that yet. Sam will be in in just a second. Let's say the threshold is $700. She steals $728 from this Target store over the course of a month. Do you have to steal all of those dollars from the same store
2: for it to qualify as a felony? That's a good question in the same city, I think, if if not the same store. What if she
3: sold 500 from Target, okay? Right. And 300 from CVS. Right. That's $800, but the threshold in Tennessee, let's say, is. This is why
2: we need a law bringing all of this into line. Mm. This is why we need an updated Mm. pyramid scheme type theft law that separates the people out that are stealing one pair of underwear, not to say that's okay. From the people like this woman is accused of doing, she just keeps going back to that Target well and skip scanning. And you know what? If I was a grocery store in that town, I'd be looking her up as well.
1: Seven hundred and twenty-eight dollars is a misdemeanor. It
3: is a misdemeanor it in
1: the state of Tennessee. Felony theft well, threshold in the state. She's of Tennessee lost her is job. Thousand. How much? A thousand. Okay.
2: She's lost her job. She'll never. Probably work again. Certainly not in education. She's well, never going to work again. She resigned from the school board. Yeah, for personal reasons. Is that personal reason that you can't stop stealing from Target? And then they actually came out and thanked her for her service. Oh, I saw that! They
1: thanked her for her
3: service. We want to
2: thank her for What?
1: She's an upstanding citizen. Yeah. That, that's basically what they said. That's what they
3: said. I chairman wa- Cox. Uh, Cox is... Uh, Wright Cox who's the chairman of the school board. Chairman Cox... Wishes to express his thanks for Ms.
1: Blair's service to the community and her commitment to public education and stealing from Target. Interesting question from the text line that might mess with this whole skip scanning theory altogether. Could a d- defense attorney say she was never properly trained oh, on a register? Oh, give me a
2: break. She was accidentally skip scanning an entire month for $800. S- dollars. No, no. This is why. She was not
1: properly
3: trained. This
2: is why. To, to float something over a, a square and make it beep? Okay, for that reason alone, if that's your argument, she can't be on a school board because you're too dumb. <laughs> 913-586-7798. Why do people steal? Why, Scott? She uh, she literally thrill. lost everything. They, they steal for the thrill. Over $728. We'll get to that in a minute. Why? I, I can tell
3: you why. And I'm not a thief. You think there's a thrill in skip scanning? Yes, yes I do. I think there's a thrill in getting away with it. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Hey, hey. So out of Tennessee, Collarville, Tennessee, a school board member has resigned after she was arrested last week for stealing several items from Target, about $728 worth, on seven separate visits uh, between November 25th and December 20th of last month. She did what was called skip scanning. I'm still amazed they didn't wait a few more days to... Get her over a gram? Yeah. You know she's coming back. Uh, Steven in Olathe. Stephen, good afternoon. Hello.
0: Hey, thanks for taking my call. So, uh, you know, I've gone into Sam's Club, and uh, this was probably about a month ago. And you're carrying that receipt. They scan the receipt, and then they start scanning a few items. I never would have known it. I didn't pay for, for an item had she got scanned that one. And... You know, did I do it on purpose? Absolutely not. But apparently I skipped something.
2: Did you, you know, do it multiple times in one month until you know, stole eight hundred dollars?
0: No not at all. But hey, you know, if uh, if you don't want bad things to happen to you, you don't paint a target on your back. They're brave, they paint a target on their front. So uh, there's that. But uh, back to your back to a comment about uh, Bob Ross. Yeah. And that and that study. Maybe that's why there's more murders, because a lot of people are falling asleep to forensic
2: files. Okay, what? Stephen. Okay. With,
5: uh, you went off the rails see, there a couple see, of times. Steve, that is, that
0: is
3: two
2: attempts at <laughs> a joke <laughs> in one call, and they both fell flat. They need to hire him for the Golden Globes next year. <laughs> uh, from now a couple of a couple of friends of mine who are the
3: comedy to the pros,
2: in law enforcement. Okay, One is a retired detective. It's all about the thrill. She is probably good-looking, yes. She is good-looking. Got anything she wanted, won an election, and has everything she wants. So she needs a thrill. You wouldn't believe the people I've arrested over the years and who they are. Then uh, another buddy of mine in law enforcement says, don't you remember so-and-so that used to work at the Johnson County DA's office? He got busted stealing Icy Hot and some other crap from... A grocery store. I said, was he charged? The reply, yes, and fired. And the Pitch Weekly picked up the story back in, trying to pull it up here. Hmm. It was 2010. An assistant DA, and he got diversion for stealing Icy Hot and a bunch of other stuff from, from a big local grocery store chain. And,
3: and, and why would an assistant DA, somebody who probably makes north of 100 grand, why would they need to steal Icy Hot from a grocery I store? Scott, I got nothing for you on well, this. Well, I, I, I can tell you. It's the thrill of getting away
1: with it. The Mayo Clinic literally lists it under addiction. No, they do not. Yep. Stealing causes a release of dopamine, mm-hmm. another neurotransmitter. Uh, dopamine causes pleasurable feelings and people seek this rewarding feeling over and over and over again.
2: Yeah. I don't deny that.
1: It launches the brain's opioid system. D- Drinking go, does Go it gambling s- like everybody se- else. Go find something
2: it? else. Huh? You can get a dopamine rush without breaking the law.
1: Yeah, but in gambling, you lose things. Not always. Well, in, in stealing,
3: so you lose your freedom.
1: If you get caught.
3: If you get caught. Uh, Kent in Gladstone. Kent uh five eight six seven seven nine eight by the way hello Kent
5: hi guys hi. uh i uh I was the one that called about the scanner when she was talking about touching the scanner, so okay uh I worked in a grocery store, big company for twenty three years in Kansas City. They're gone now, but anyway uh, during that time that was from the seventies to the eighties uh during that time um uh, we switched over to scanners. And we had a, a man that was, he was about retirement age. He could not hear the scanner. And he would push stuff through and push stuff through. And people wouldn't say anything. I'm just saying that there. You, the, the point a few minutes ago about, uh, oh oh, she didn't know she didn't scan it. That might hold up. <laughs>
3: well, not that many it, times. It, 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 Come do, on. It does, it does until you go over the dates that she went there. Now, listen, I, I, I am not one to stock the fridge, okay? But she was in Target on November 25th. She was back five days later. Then she was back three days later. <laughs> then she was back three days later.
2: That's a lot of skip scanning. And then she was back
3: seven days later five days later, and two days
1: later. And of course... That's a lot of trips to Target. Target's attorneys are going to say, well, she obviously figured it out for all of the things she did scan.
2: Um, from the Daily Express, the skip scanning trick has become infamous at Walmart huh. uh, when a customer deliberately decides not to scan an item at self-checkout. Um, Walmart employees have revealed they can always tell when someone is trying to trick the self-checkout machines. Let me see if they say how.
1: It's the shifty eyes.
2: Um, Oh, here we go. They have a device at Walmart that gives employees a detailed list of all of the items that have been scanned at each self-checkout in real time and whether they've been paid for yet, making it easier for them to discover what you're doing. Hmm. Now, there is an argument to be made, not for breaking the law, but if you don't want people skip scanning, put the cashiers back where they belong.
3: And and you could certainly make that argument. You don't want them skip
2: scanning? Don't give them the ability to skip scan. Uh, Walmart workers are able to pause a self-checkout using the device if they suspect you are stealing, Uh, but it won't look like that. It'll look like a technical error. Hmm.
3: Telephone number is nine one three five eight six. They're on to you, people. Seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight. Man, she's. Re- I mean.
2: Oh, her, I know.
3: Her, she, I mean, her mugshot is not flattering. I mean, it is, but it's not. When she she's d- a beautiful woman busted she, for shoplifting. When she
2: does herself up, she is gorgeous. Yep. Gonna look good in orange too. Orange is a Man. very flattering color.
1: It's the new black.
3: Uh, Dave in Kansas City. Dave, hello. Hey, guys. How you doing today on this
0: very, very cold and windy day? We're doing well. Thank you for asking, my friend. Hey, glad to hear it. Yeah, I was just telling Sam, and guys help me out. Remember, there was a very, very famous movie actress who got nailed multiple times in New York City. And White, we're talking
2: White, Winona writer. Yeah, a writer. There you go.
0: Yeah, and, and Scott, you are 100% correct. It's the thrill. It ain't about the money. They don't need, you know, they got the money. And the second question is, what's going to happen, Gal? Did we figure out what that the threshold was? Uh, the, the, the,
3: the threshold in Tennessee is $1,000. So will
0: she, you think she'll do any time for no, that? The, the,
3: these would be misdemeanor charges because she, they've only charged her with stealing $728. Wow. Ah,
0: okay. And then the second thing don't you—I I agree that she should be put away. That's just—that's terrible, it, and it, we all pay for it. Don't you think her attorneys will be able to amount some kind of a defense where they'll just say she didn't really know what she was no, doing No, Dave, no, and hey. let me
2: tell you why. Let me tell you why. Okay. Number one, so, the frequency with which she was doing this, the frequency and <laughs> the um, evidence that they have gathered while they waited to pounce is going to be weeks and weeks on end, and here's the other deal. She's not reinventing the wheel. If you look up um, skip scanning or whatever it's called. Skip scanning. There was another school district employee last year. I don't know what is it with school district employees and, and skip scanning that was busted last April for the same thing. Hmm. Uh, 40s something year old man. Also a loss of $864. <laughs> Listen to this. Police say he didn't admit to anything immediately. He said that everything just goes so fast when he's checking out. So if he made a mistake, he's happy to reimburse the store. When police spoke with him, he indicated he didn't realize he was doing this and he's happy to pay for the items. Mm -hmm. Some people think they can get away with it until they presented him with the evidence.
1: Whatever happened to the boop? Un, un, or unwanted item in they baggage area. They don't area. do that at
3: Walmart anymore. They, I haven't seen it anywhere no, it, anymore. D- that doesn't happen in Walmart anymore. They took the scales off mm-hmm. or the, something. The
2: guy in, in mm-hmm. the Milwaukee area was holding multiple items but only scanning one. So you go up to the scanner. You've got 15 items, but you just scan the pair of socks and walk out. And then on top of that, he was observed on camera entering one as the quantity of things he was buying. Despite oh, having putting, yes, oh, okay. despite having many many, he would buy ten of something and then just go oh one, whoops. Like how many how
3: many lemons do you have? Yes, one. When you really got okay, smart play.
1: I worry that I'm going to be called out for it because I have big hands, so I'll grab like three items and scan them all all three and put them in the bag together. And I just I don't know I'm worried. They're this gonna be guy like, was hey. the
2: executive director of educational services for an entire it doesn't matter. school it district, doesn't matter. and his was felony retail theft. Twelve times he was caught. Mm -hmm. What is this world coming to?
3: Uh, Everybody needs a dopamine rush.
2: Yeah. So do I, but there are a Why don't you paint my number with us? We get a little dopamine doing that.
3: 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Festivus Friday coming your way right after the 5 o'clock news. Here on Dana and Park's. Yep. I am uh, looking through the list from NFL.com of the coldest games in NFL history. Bring it. This would be number
2: five. What about Buffalo this weekend? I think Buffalo might be worse. What's the forecast for Buffalo? Death. No,
1: I don't know. <laughs> Frozen
3: death,
2: 65-mile-an-hour wind gusts, and it will be dumping snow at the time. Like a foot of snow, didn't they say, Sam? Something crazy. Well, right now,
3: it's 42 degrees in Buffalo.
2: They're, mm. they're
3: living large. <laughs> right now, they are. Um, no. the the ga- Yes, there is snow in the forecast for Sunday. That game is a noon kick, by the way, uh, with Pittsburgh. But the high temperature on Sunday is going to be 27 in Buffalo.
1: Yep. Yeah, it'll be 21. So they're, they're going to be fine. It'll be 21 at kickoff in Buffalo.
3: Yeah. Okay. Our I temperature, thought it was worth it worse our, our, there. Our temperature tomorrow is going to be zero at kickoff which would make it the fifth coldest NFL game in history, playoff game in history.
1: They are expecting one to three feet of snow in Buffalo, which makes it a little bit different. Yeah, and that might change some things.
2: Uh, From the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum a few moments ago on Twitter, and John Holt just retweeted this. Congratulations to our president, Bob Kendrick, on receiving the 2024 Alvin Brooks Kansas City Inspiration Award um, at the annual MLK Day Luncheon. Uh, presented by Community America. How about that? Congrats to a good friend of the program, uh, Bob Kendrick. Huge, well deserved.
3: Huge asset to this community. Uh, I, I I don't think he gets, and he, get, he does get plenty of accolades and attention. I don't know that he gets the accolades and
1: attention he's deserved. And how do you dress that well all the time?
2: I know, right?
1: Does he sleep in a three-piece suit? You know he does. You know he does. I bet he showers in a suit. He doesn't
3: roll over. It's no. got to be perfectly pressed. No. Uh, a Peloton group in Massachusetts has decided to pay it forward, leaving a huge amount in tips to servers at, the, at a local restaurant, a kind act uh, that is becoming part of their annual tradition. Uh, earlier this month, members of the group called, <laughs> so keep in mind they're from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. The group is called Wicked Smart.
2: Wicked Smart. Smart. S M A H T. You got Smart Park! <laughs> Still one of the best commercials (laughs) of all time. The the, the
3: group is called Wicked (laughs) Smite. They tipped $7,200. Wow. To Nicole uh, Boardi and Reza Zahn, who served their group breakfast at Red's Kitchen and Tavern. The tip was $7,200.
1: Wow.
2: Hey, good. How are you?
1: He's not getting that car in there. No, sir. Look at these two troublemakers. Hey, Johnny, how are you?
2: Wicked car, is that new?
1: Yeah, it's a Sonata. Let me pack it. Oh, you're not fitting your car in there. Chris, stop being a smarty pants.
4: All right?
1: Look who's got Smart Pack. Smart Pack? Just hit the clicker. Car packs itself. It's smart. It's wicked smart. And I can pack it anywhere.
3: How about Dorchester?
1: Packed okay. it. Foxborough. Packed it. The Garden. Packed it. Saugus? Packed it. Scrap? Revere. The Harbor. Are you kidding me? I packed it, and then unpacked it
2: and then, un- then unpacked it. I
1: unpacked it. <laughs> They're so good.
3: <laughs> Says the group. Uh, do wicked good at work. Do wicked good at school. Do wicked good while training. But then take it a step further and give back to your community. Huh. Says here, living by that mantra, uh, the group started an annual gathering with a charitable twist every single year where members of the Wicked Smite would meet at a different restaurant for a meal pool their money for a special tip for their servers. And they tip 7200 bucks. That's awfully nice. Uh, Bill Belichick shocked the NFL world yesterday, announcing that he was retiring from the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, New England turned around today and hired Jared Mayo to succeed Bill Belichick. He will become the team's first blackhead
1: coach.
2: I saw the photo last night, and the big congratulations to him just on Twitter.
1: Um, yeah, something tells me that it wasn't just a straight-up retirement since they already had the next guy uh, on the doorstep.
3: Uh, Mayo's hire comes a day after Belichick agreed to part ways with the Patriots after a 24-year run that included six Super Bowl wins. Uh, Mayo immediately rising to the top of the list of viable Belichick successors after the Patriots took the unique step of announcing they were giving the assistant a long-term extension during the offseason. Oh. Something tells me this was in the works. You're right, Sam. Hmm. Long-term
2: contract, huh? Interesting.
3: You look perplexed. Well, What's wrong? Mm,
2: when we get back, we're just going to mention, because it's such an unusual case, three deaths that do not seem suspicious in the Northland. Have you, have you followed any of this story? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Sam, have you?
1: Uh, yeah, they were just found dead behind some guy's house.
2: Oh, some of this we can report, huh. some of this we cannot. But how does this happen? Like I am literally reading about this right now on Twitter, and I'm like, Buh.
3: find out in a minute. Yeah. All right. Uh, and don't forget Festivus Friday coming your way in about an hour from now, right after the five o'clock news here on Dana and Park's. News with Dan Weinbaum coming up next.
2: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online
0: anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.